You're listening to Mission Control. Hello, hello. Second episode for 2014. Uh, my name is Daryl. I'm here with John, as hey. usual, and Tide Line, Sophie and Nat. How are you going? Good, Yo. Good. Yeah, good. Fuck, shit, fuck. <laughs> Had to awesome. get out of the way. <laughs> How you guys been? Good? Pretty good. Pretty tired? Yeah, I'm a bit tired as usual, but I don't really have much to be tired about. <laughs> Matt, on the other hand, full-time job, full-time band. Oh, that whole tired. work oh, thing. Sucks. Oh. Yeah. I do the works. <laughs> <laughs> We're about he to... funds the band. Oh, cool. No, not really. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I can and can't say on here. I was going to say something really bad. You can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Because it's not radio. <laughs> Balls. Nobody's listening. <laughs> yet. Uh, yet. Yeah, yet. Um, every band needs one guy that works full time. Yeah. I think. To hold the rest of the band. <laughs> Seriously good if all the band members can work, but that never happens, does it? Nah. <laughs> yeah. If only. I'm too busy, like, doing band stuff. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> Uh, so what's been happening with the band? You're doing a video clip, aren't you? Soon? Yes. You put yeah. the word out on Facebook to get people to yeah be, have cameos in it. Yeah, extras and stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be our first ever film clip, which we desperately need. Yeah, we we've been waiting quite some time, but we feel um, hopefully. Yeah, like, what tune are we doing? I know what tune we're doing. <laughs> um, we're using one of our songs off our EP that we haven't released yet, so we're hoping to bring some love back, I suppose, to the EP and with that video as well. Cool. What's the um, the concept for the, for the clip? Uh, or are you, you're trying to keep that a secret till you release yeah, it? Yeah, secret. Secret. <laughs> secret. It's too hard to explain. But There's beers involved. And I, I think know, there's I'm, backwards, like... Backward scenes. Backwards so. mans. Like Tom Green's backwards <laughs> man. Uh, I love Tom Green. Beers and backwards, sign me up. Oh, God. I'm sensing like a, a party thing probably. Um, Something perhaps. to that effect. Yeah. Mm, there's a party scene in it, but it's it's actually a really depressing clip. Okay. <laughs> to put it. It is. Yeah, it is. It's a pretty, it's a pretty um, deep clip. It's not like a happy clip. Right, okay. Because we're very serious about <laughs> music. It's like American Pie meets Shawshank Redemption. That wow. kind of vibe. Wow. That's a big call, man. So there's a prison involved. <laughs> and The prison is my heart. <laughs> are you guys, you, you guys are obviously going to be in the video or? Yeah. Yeah? Are you are. going to be playing? Um, yeah, we'll just be playing our instruments and stuff. Yeah, I think we just sneak into the background in a couple of scenes, but. We're not in it too much. Yes. We, we actually have proper actors doing their thing, and then we're just going to, like, yeah. They're a thing. <laughs> yeah. Are there going to be any lions in the video? <laughs> lion, like, lions oh, what? Lions <laughs> sleeping? Oh, I thought you said Oh, lions. I thought you said lions. I was like, Everyone maybe at the party. mixed up, hey. I always say that. Yeah. When lions. I say lion dance, like, you know, the Chinese lion dance, yeah. people are like, you mean, like, lion dancing, like, like cowboys? cowboys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally incorrect. Um, I, don't, I don't think there are going to be any lions. Um, I think that one of the scenes was potentially going to be shot during Chinese New Year. So maybe one might yeah. sneak into the background. We don't know. <laughs> that oh, yeah. would be sweet. I thought yeah. there were dragons, though. Not, not lions. Um, uh, dragon or lion, I think. Isn't that tigers are more oriental? I'm talking about yeah. the, uh, like the big thing that goes on. I don't know. My mate is a lion dancer. Oh, okay. And he does it for Chinese New Year. Sorry, yeah. so. sorry. I don't know. That would be cool, actually. Like yeah. the whole lion theme. Mm. 
Not lion, lion. <laughs> I've got to pronounce the Y bit. Oh, lion. <laughs> Being lion. Um, so, what's your band? You've, you've played quite a few shows. You've done quite a lot of stuff. Supposedly. I think I've seen you like three times in the last month or something. Yeah, yeah the Amplifier gig. Amplifier gig, one. Whammy, and a couple Wham, more shows. Right. I think that's yeah. when I first met you at the Wham. Yeah. Wham thing. Mm. That's a good show. And a couple of times before that last year, I, I saw you as well. Yeah, so. I remember seeing you quite a few times as well. I guess we've just been doing quite a few gigs just to um, get know, by, get by, get some money up. I can and, take some time off and work. And also, it's just for fun. Like most of the time, if I don't have a gig on that weekend, I just feel like I have nothing to live for. So yeah, <laughs> the more gigs, the better. No, I found that like you have nothing to look forward to. Yeah. So every day at work kind of seems pointless because <laughs> it's going <laughs> no. Yeah. That's why it's even worse going to see gigs because it makes you want to play even more. Yeah, oh, totally. that's true. Oh, it wants to be me. I yeah. know. Especially when you have like nothing booked <laughs> for like six months and you're like, what the fuck am I doing with oh. my life? It's, I used yeah. to get that feeling a lot, hey? Like yeah. go to shows and just be like, that should be me. I, I <laughs> Mainly at festivals, I'm just like, fuck, I Man, so I badly want to play. I seeing Last Dinosaurs at a festival and thinking I was better than them because I hadn't played in like <laughs> six months and I was like, man, that should be me. You called me, <laughs> drunk called me. Like, I did. Dude. I, did. I think it was a South Mount or some shit. Was it, it was something and then... Like, man, I sobered up and realised I was an idiot. Like, <laughs> it's good. It gets gets the heart back to where it should be. Yeah, but you play a couple of festivals, haven't you? Uh yeah. We can't complain in that in that sense. You've done um, Southbound. Uh no, we've done no? Homebake. Homebake. Probably the most classified festival, I think. Classified. Like the secret one. Well, yeah. We haven't we haven't so played Southbound. No one's allowed to show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no you know there. what I mean. I, I don't know what I mean. The most prestigious festival that we've played so far. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it doesn't come. It's only an Eastern States thing, right? Home base. Yeah, so we got flown over to Sydney and um, got put up in a sweet-ass hotel. Actually, we yeah. played the last Apartment. home bake ever. Yeah. Because it got cancelled last year That's because right. they booked Future Music the week before. So I think it was like 15 or 20 years it was going for. Mm. And then, yeah. Speaking of cancelled, um, <laughs> big day out. There's no um, Perth big day out oh, next no. year, according oh. to AJ Matter, because um, the councils are apparently Fucking councils. way too anal to, <laughs> to yeah. let... Well, they already had to go on last minute move, I think, Soundwave from Claremont up to... Arena. Put, it? Yeah, Joondalup. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Crazy. Mm. Hey, I'm pretty disappointed that this year's big day out didn't have the local stage. Like yeah, last right. year or the year before, it's been like a main thing. Mm-hmm. But apparently that dude that bought Big Day Out, he no longer supports that. So, um, uh, yeah, it sucks. sucks because I was really looking forward to hopefully playing it. Hey. Yeah. I don't know why they're just stripping back. Like, everything's changing. It's, like, hyper-commercialized now, the Big Day Out. Mm. Mm. I haven't been to one in, like, since 2008 Wow. or earlier, so I wouldn't know. But that's pretty sad. I remember all the, the bands would get so amped up, like the local bands, to, to play the local stage. What were you going to say? Um, I can't remember now. <laughs> no, I was, yeah, I was just going to say, because the big argument is the money, bringing bands all the way over to WA and all that shit, and that's why they sort of pull it out. Yeah, apparently Perth is where they lose money because of the amount of people that... Well, the ticket sales are usually a lot less. 
And the distance, I suppose, the extra distance. Yeah, um, freight for a lot of the bands costs a shitload as well to bring over here. Yeah. So You know how frustrated I'll be if they actually can Soundwave in Perth and make it Eastern States only? Being that Soundwave originated in Perth and it's actually Perth Festival. It's so massive as well. Yeah. Like, mm. it sells out in Perth as well. Mm. It's- so if they, and yeah, I don't know, that's just being a trend now. They're just cancelling music stuff in Perth. It's just... Yeah, you know, mm. Perth people, we don't need music. We don't, we don't need that stuff, you know. It's just the count. We just like, want to kill sharks, right? That's yeah. all we want to do. Oh, touchy subject. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. No. <laughs> I do not want to kill sharks. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you, you see that article that they're apparently being paid like five grand a day? Like the actual fish. Yeah. I don't know. What, who, what would you call they're the guys that kill? mercenaries. Assassins. I mean, fishermen. They're shark assassins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was actually a photo on the i think it was a cover of monday's paper of the first shark they caught and the guy's leaning over the boat with a 22 rifle shooting mm. it in the head that's horrible and actually i put a post up on facebook a couple of days before that saying i guarantee it'll be like some cowboy fisherman doing it and surely surely enough there's oh. some guy with a cowboy hat no he wasn't wearing a cowboy hat oh. but yeah just a, a 22 rifle and shit and just like this isn't that's not the way to do it. That is pretty old school, a fucking rifle. I thought they'd have this, like, high-end, high-tech harpoon or something. It's just so backwards. It's like... Or just, like, an injection or something. Yeah. It's, it's 2004. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to begin to say, hey, I know anything about the subject, because I don't, even though I did marine science at university. Oh. But, um... <laughs> no, um... Name drop. I failed as well, so... <laughs> but, yeah, like, I don't know. Just surely there's something else rather than, like, you know, grabbing out a rifle and shooting a shark. It's just... It seems like the first thing that popped into their head. Mm. I've I've been saying that Barnett's been watching too much Jaws. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm amazed at how much attention it got, though. There was a massive rally at Cottesloe. Yeah, it's actually been taken over the world. Even Stephen Fry has been Mm. talking about it. Did Ricky Gervais also... Ricky Gervais has been... I thought someone superimposed... There's a picture of Ricky Gervais... Um, with a oh, bit of paper. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was su- superimposed, but apparently it was real. Yeah, well, yeah, it's actually been getting a lot of worldwide attention, which is, I think, what they were aiming for when they did that big protest thing on the beach, mm-hmm. and they got it, and yeah. so many people around the world are now questioning it, yet the Barnett government's still like, nah, we got to kill these sharks. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Next thing you know, they'll make a documentary like The Cove or something about this exact event in time, and it would just be like, oh, they should have stopped them, like, there's not much we can do. Maybe we could do like a Shark Aid concert down at. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's. Yeah, maybe we should, man. Just put on maybe a. That might be a good idea. We might <laughs> we might kill the sharks with our music though, because it'll be too loud. And <laughs> uh, but it's like a a shark, a, a total shark cull for anything within a, a certain radius. Is that the idea? Or do they, do they actually... Well, that's the thing. That's Your argument was they're, they're actually baiting the sharks to come. Yeah, and that's, then they that's what they're doing. So. Yeah, They're putting um, drum lines, a K off the shore, and essentially you know, putting meat and guts and stuff on these hooks to attract the sharks. Mm-hmm. And then if any sharks over three metres come, they shoot them. That's oh, so, so the little sharks, they don't? Yeah, there's, yeah, that whole thing is they're meant to be over three metres, but then who's there to actually... They're not going to sit there with a measuring tape and <laughs> sit there measuring them. And, no. Oh, gosh. That's so dumb. I they're guess just they like, just, shark. Yeah. They just have to visually like estimate that, that it's over three metres yeah. or something. But that, the whole thing is that the chances of them actually coming in within a K on their own mm-hmm. is highly unlikely, but now that they've put the meat in the water, they... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to join Sea Shepherd. 
Yeah. <laughs> Touchy subject. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about. But it's it's strange that it, it got so much attention so quick. I don't mm. know how I feel about that. I'm kind of on the fence. But well, it it almost just goes to show that um, a majority of people are totally against it, mm-hmm. and they're sane, not like yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're 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 the sane ones, like. Of course, it's going to get that much attention. You know, it's wrong from mm. you know, mm. the minute you see that shit. Yeah, just, there being no support for it yet, the government still goes ahead with it. So. Well, it just goes. To sh- well, there was no vote on that. <laughs> no I mean. democracy. What the <laughs> fucks with government? <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. um, to change the subject, um, have you guys had any Triple J airplay? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah. Like not just on Earth, but like. No, we've been played on Triple J a few times. My favorite time was when I got a little um, message sent to me. I think it was by you or someone sent me a message of like the recording, and it was during the day, at, like one p.m. or something. No, no, no. Was this this was the Tom and Alex one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Tom and Alex, and they did a massive spiel for ages. Like they were talking about timeline for a while, and then they said, "Yeah, text your thoughts in." On like what you what you like, dig about the oh, song, yeah. and then um, it was like Craig from Hobart or something. It was like proposed to, to you like, <laughs> via the text line. That's pretty cool. And then he was like, "Sorry, I'm pretty sure you can't do that, mate." But, yeah. <laughs> and some dude reckons you went to high school with him in Victoria. Oh, I'm from Victoria, so you know I didn't go to high school there. Are you yeah. from Victoria? Yeah, cool. I was born there. But, yeah, I've been in Perth longer than Victoria, so. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. That's cool. So, you've got some primetime play. That's that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm. I mean, there's, there was just, the reason I bring it up is there's this whole kind of, uh, I don't know. I know. It's another you know issue. <laughs> it's another issue. But, like, I don't know. Like, how do you feel? Like, do you think that Triple J is kind of turning its back on local kind of let's, Australian? Let's not burn any bridges. Right? I, I <laughs> want to say what I think. And... I think, Good on you. I think, People need to do that more. I think that article was a load of bullshit. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I really feel like Triple J do support so many mm-hmm. local artists. And no, it, you know, people are like, oh, like, you know, like, I don't write music to get played on Triple J. I write exactly what I fucking want to and, like, how I'm feeling and not, like, a certain genre that's cool at the time or whatever. Yep. Like, we've been pretty steady with our sound. And, um, yeah, I feel like if you do it for quite a while and they'll, then they'll start to notice you and if they dig the music. So if sure. it's not their cup of tea, then they're not going to play you. But, yeah, I feel like that was a load of shit. Like people are just saying that to make themselves feel better. Like, oh, Triple J won't play me. Mm. Triple J, <laughs> if they played everyone, then opportunities wouldn't come for those bands that really work hard for it. Like sure. they're not going to play it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, like, garage demos or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, they have a standard, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think they've got a pretty good standard and mm-hmm. they, I really feel like they do do the searching around and yep. pick the goodies. What about the argument that it's mainly kind of major label, international orientated now yeah. as opposed to local indie? At, at, you know, even the, even if you were doing quite well, I mean, they the idea is that they seem to favour um, yeah, major true. label international I, I, stuff, pop stuff, basically. Kanye West and stuff yeah. is all over Triple J. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. I like, should better start listening to Triple J now. <laughs> <laughs> and like the hottest 100s, like it's it's really geared towards quite mainstream pop, pop hits. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
I don't know if that's a problem or if that's just I don't know a evolution. Symptom, yeah, evolution <laughs> like natural selection. No, I, 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 I feel like the yeah, well, I was gonna say I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Like totally, it's like you know, obviously they got some quality assurance kind of thing that they want to make sure their plan is good, and like you know, if, if a band produces a good product, it's gonna get rewarded and mm-hmm. you know maybe crack some high rotation. Mm-hmm. But there was just one comment that I read, and I think it was from, I think it was from Whitley, you know that that dude that released that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, really he good. had a massive. Yeah, yeah he, he had an article on Faster Louder where he, he bagged them out as well. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. he he made a point in saying that um, I'm not going to name the presenters, but like you know, apparently he shared a common favorite band with one of these presenters, and he goes, "Well, why didn't you play it on your show?" And she said, "I don't feel like the Triple J demographic could handle that. Like, get you know, they could get their heads around that type of music." Mm-hmm. And his argument was saying, like, "Do they really think?" people are that stupid it's like do we have to just play dumb music for dumb people why can't we give people that want a challenging song you mm. know like why can't we sure feed, feed that curiosity of people as well mm. i thought yeah. that was a fair point yeah i think he uh, the quote was something like well i'm paraphrasing but the, they're appealing to the lowest common denominator and that just ha- so happens to be what sells and what's popular mm. but then again, the argument is, is that bad that they're appealing to a market? I don't know. Not to mention the money that gets handed underneath the table to play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Well, I suppose, it's for, yeah, I suppose it's good for the local bands then that do get featured because you've got this um, demographic that don't really get exposed to, like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the local stuff really and they'll hear that for the first time. It could totally change, you know, how they're feeling about, like this particular type of music, you know, instead of listening to Kanye West or or whatever. Yeah, so. or stuff that already gets high yeah, rotation yeah. on every other channel. Yeah, exactly. Is there a reason to, to play that? You yeah, know? well, you think, you know, getting played alongside, you know, these high-profile acts, you know, boosts your own sort of profile a bit more. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't even listen to Triple J. I don't even give a crap about Triple J, so <laughs> i got nothing to say about that. So. <laughs> did, you, um, did you read the, um, the article from the guy from uh, Cherry, Cherry Bar? I think there was another I, big article. I think so. What, what was this one? Well, he was basically starting up his own radio station to kind of counteract Triple J, kind of. Yeah. Um, but he was saying, he, he made a kind of a controversial point about Triple J unearthed, mm. how that is sort of just an arm of Triple J to kind of yeah, pour, like yeah. pawn off the bands to make them seem like they're part of the whole Triple J thing yeah. when really... It doesn't get any actual rotation. Yeah. It's just on the unearthed Unearth- internet site. Yeah, to make so, him feel special. Yeah, to make him feel I included. Reading I mean, that, yeah. Mm. But who knows? I mean, yeah. wouldn't they use Triple J unearthed to find bands to play festivals? Yeah, or, they do. Like, yeah, so yeah that's they a, do. They give heaps of opportunities out to local artists and stuff. And um, I remember talking to Christian Hopes, the drummer from Grinspoon. I don't know if we're related, but. Um, he he was a um, unearthed band back in the day, the first ever Triple J unearthed band. And then, you know, you just look at what Triple J has done for them and how big they they've got. Mm. And I feel like yeah, they might play like they they might be getting some money to do play these you know more popular songs. But I suppose they've got to stay afloat somehow. Like we can't be too. I feel like we can't be too mean. Like. They've got to make some money somehow as well, and they're just trying to help out local sure. bands too. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. It's all about you know about investment as well. You know they got to 
invest their money in a band that they know they can get a return off. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, Triple, a, Triple J on Earth allows everyone to put their product in mm. and then they can go and pick and choose from Well, that's yeah. how my old band got on the Big Day Out lineup was through Triple J on Earth in 2008. Mm. And that was through a competition where they... I'm not sure what it was, but they selected an unearthed band from Probably every from state. from your track that you posted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They selected one from every state to play the big day out. Yeah, wicked. Um, and that was when they actually had the local stage active. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, the crowd was small, but it was still cool to be a part of. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah you put it, put it up there, you know, saying you played big day out. It's yeah. Essentially, you know, just yeah. already boosted you. Mm. Quite yeah. Big, yeah. Um, do you guys know Justin Burford? From End of Fashion? Uh, really. The singer? Yeah, I mean, he, he also posted something um, on Facebook saying that, you know, they were kind of prematurely dropped from Triple J during their second album um, and how Triple J kind of turned their backs on End of Fashion and that he claims that that was literally what killed End of Fashion was the fact that Kingsmill said he wasn't going to play them anymore. So... I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, they're, they're, it's it's cool seeing the two sides, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it I, is cool. I mean, I, I'm not going to pick a pick a side, obviously. It's a but hard one, hey. It I is think hard. there's merits on both sides, and it's like you can't have the best of both worlds. So mm. well, I know like, it's fun to whinge about things, and I can whinge about it is either fun. side. So I love whinging. I'm going to keep doing it even <laughs> if I don't know any better. I just feel like in saying that, like, cool, like the dude from End of Fa- End of Fashion is complaining that they got dropped, but like. Did they get heaps of attention with their first album by Triple J? They they did, and that, so that's that, what, that's what mm. was good for them. They boosted them then, so they yeah. Should. I think I think his point was more that Triple J is basically the beat. Like, you can't have a career without radio play. Um, oh, in right. in terms of getting live attention, Ooh. I mean, well, uh, um, well, that's 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 his argument. But he's he's saying that. Triple J are kind of that standard, the beacon that everyone looks at. They're the Australian music industry, yeah, essentially. And pretty much, and they're, they're kind of the only popular alternative to the, the mainstream, I guess, if you yeah. don't want to consider Triple J mainstream. So, yeah, 96 FM these days, they're killing it. Like, yeah. Nice. Yes, yes, 96. <laughs> well, they, they've, been doing, they've started doing local shit. Mm. Yeah. I was at was like the supermarket walking around and... I heard, and next up we've got some Tired Line and blah, 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 like some a few local bands, and I was just like, what? <laughs> what? And my dad was like, I'm so proud of you right now. That's awesome. Because, that, you know, that's his mm. channel, man. But... One day it'll be 94.5. <laughs> One day. But does does Radio Play still have the same I think it does. Thing as it... I think it does. I think <laughs> slowly it won't, but same it still of... does. Yeah. Well, you know how, like, getting Radio Play was always sort of that getting that step That ahead. foot in the door. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Whereas with all the sort of online, sort of being able to create your own avenues, don't you think? Like sort SoundCloud of, and stuff yeah, like all that. that yeah, being able to sort of promote your own music directly to your to your crowd mm-hmm. rather than have to wait for radio to pick it up and then yeah, through. You don't need approval from radio to yeah. be successful. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, so. that makes I, sense. I think, I think the thing is with like radio play and, you know, Triple J getting behind you, there's like a real close kind of, you know, you're achieving quite close to home and you can see it really well. But you hear of bands, you know, even Perth local bands that are fucking massive in Europe and are fucking massive in, you know, the States. Mm. But, like, you know, they're not as big in Perth and they're a Perth band. They just come back and come back to their families. But over there they got they fucking pack out the place. Yeah. And, you know, like, 
they got heaps of views and heaps of listens on the internet. And like, that's, you know, I think maybe a lot of people just assume, Hey, if we got to hit it big, we got to hit it big in Australia and Perth. Nah, and like, yeah. you know, I think the yeah, internet's got a lot of international avenues. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. You, you, you don't, you don't have to rely on networks anymore. You can create your own pretty much. Well, yeah, I suppose it does come down to the type of music as well. You know, some music being radio friendly, other music mm. not, and finding what works best for your type of music. And Yeah. Well, like Alex, Alex Canyon from, he's a friend of ours who, from Voyager. Who's that? <laughs> he was on the, um, the, the last podcast. Mm. And um, Voyager are kind of, um, I guess, Euro metal. Um, but he was saying how that they don't really get, they don't really play much locally anymore. They don't get much local airplay. But when they go to Europe, they they sell out and they do signings for two hours. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so just, yeah, you don't need you don't need that stuff. I didn't anymore. bring this up with Alex when he was here because I didn't want to upset him. Oh, <laughs> but it would have been. It must have been like six, seven months ago. I was out, and I got in this conversation with some guy about Voyager, and he was dissing Voyager because they didn't support local Perth gigs anymore, mm-hmm. like. Or they didn't play as, as yeah, much. Yeah, they didn't as play often. as much in Perth. And yeah. you said once they went overseas, they seemed to just forget about Perth. And I mm. said, well, essentially, isn't that what you want? You want to go where the crowd is. You want to go where you can. Yeah, you make go where the market is. I don't. Yeah. Maybe this guy was just really in love with the band. And <laughs> Probably, yeah. Like Haters gonna <laughs> hate. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't give a shit about the, that whole. Oh, you must be loyal to like. Fuck it, yeah. just go wherever. Yeah, like, <laughs> go where the market is. Yeah, Fuck I suppose it. Yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't want to sit in Perth if you know. Well, you don't want to diss where you're from. Yeah, but, but yeah. I don't think there's this obligation that you have to play every month. Otherwise, yeah, you're not yeah. supporting Perth. I prefer yeah. not yeah. to play every month because you know it's the same thing when you know years ago when we were doing bands and we play like every weekend or every month. Black Betty's. Black Betty's. <laughs> the castle. The old castle. If you remember. The that old place. castle. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it gets a bit, um, you know, people get tired of it. You know, you, you see the band, you know, every week and eventually you start losing the crowd because it just gets Yeah, over. it's oversaturation, I guess. Yeah. That, that's just my... my yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> unless you change the set quite often and add in new songs and stuff. Yeah, or you can just do whatever the fuck you want. You can play or as just much dress as you up can. and, <laughs> like, I don't know, yeah. the other week Ethan wore a dress on stage. It was pretty rad. <laughs> That was pretty cool. What were you wearing? I forgot. Star Wars? Darth I was wearing Vader? a Darth Vader outfit. Yeah. What was it? That was that was Halloween, I'm pretty what sure. What was Nick? Like a basketballer or something? What was the occasion? Was it there? Um, he's, Patch Howe's single launch. Oh, it's Patch Howe's single launch, yeah. Oh. And it was like a Halloween-themed thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was mad. And um, Goldie, their bass player, dressed up as a bearded woman. Yeah, and like, it was so... <laughs> with every purchase of an EP or a single, yeah, you got, you a, got pie. a pie. Yeah. And they had like a little pie warmer. Really? And it was what sort of pies? Um, they were like gourmet pies. No, oh, it yeah. was from like yeah, it was from like a yeah, bakery or like a pie shop. So there was like chicken and curry ones and oh, like, that sounds oh, so nice. good. And yeah, you got your pies served by the bearded woman. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't just. And they had awesome yourself. names for the pies like, as well. That yeah. sounds. That I might that's, that's bound to bring back CD sales. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if you do something like that every show, you're bound to get a crowd. Mm. Well, what happened at the last fly right gig we played? They started doing a sausage sizzle. It was on Thursday night, and six dollar emu export. Well, if with your first drink, you get a free sausage. I thought that was rad. That's cool. <laughs> Have you noticed more food stuff in, yeah. at gigs nowadays? I don't know. Yeah, or is it just me? You know, it would be rad tacos. 
gigs. That's a really good idea. <laughs> and they're, they're not Copyright, hard Sophie Hoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need to get like a, a permit or something to sell food. A taco yeah. permit? Yeah, a taco, <laughs> a taco permit. <laughs> oh, in saying that. I, I was in LA, right? And Yeah. Um on tour I was in LA on tour with the band. No, I was just in LA <laughs> just doing a holiday thing. And um the taco vans there, they're graded with A, B and C. And there was one across the road from where we were staying, like um downtown LA. And um we were talking to the concierge dude and he's like, Don't go to those taco shops. They're roach motels, man. Don't do it. And we're like <laughs> We're doing it. So we went over there and we got these awesome tacos and they sold, like, sold burgers and stuff. And, and they're cheap as And they were graded well. C, which means that that was graded unclean, but you're still allowed to buy from there. But you know what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. Didn't get sick or anything. Best tacos ever. Amazing, authentic little, yeah, Spanish kids. Just like, like a little serving store. You up. Yeah, it was, Fuck, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was an event. Were their owners content with being Class C? Yeah. Like, was that their aspiration to be a Class C taco <laughs> shop? It's mine now. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck the health regulations, man. Dirty food is the best. Like, just yeah. dirty street food. Yeah. I love that. Street food. <laughs> and it was like, I bet, I bet it was like $2 as well, yeah, the taco. Yeah, it was cheap. Yeah. So cheap. Mm-hmm. It was like that taco place we went past on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It's like a store, like yeah. an actual store, but the van was inside the store. Oh, what? And yeah. what was like the $2 tacos and $4 Coronas. So yeah. you got some tacos and I got some Coronas. Just you can just walk in there and grab a beer and not eat and they, wow, they don't judge. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love so good. like the amount of um, stuff they, like I love my like sauces and I love my like mm. toppings and stuff. I just love the fact you can get like a big chunk of, cor- like a handful of coriander and just chuck it on there. Yeah, like, and there's all like like a row of all the condiments yeah, and sauces, that, that's like what, different types of chili. That's what I live stuff. for, like yeah. especially chili. Okay, uh, moving that's on. So good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, well, I've been to Bunbury. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you yeah. find them expensive here? They're like eight dollars a taco here. Oh, Everything's so expensive. expensive. I know, and all it is is like black bean and some pork and uh, a taco thing. It's like eight dollars. I, I find Nando's really overpriced for what they are. Nando's is totally <laughs> overpriced. Yeah, how good Nando's, Nando's is. Gonna, is it? <laughs> Nando's are going to hate it. <laughs> I, I still eat it, though. It's, oh, yeah, it's still great. eat it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tenderloins. Yeah. What were you doing in LA? Um, Just a holiday. Just a holiday? Just you or did you guys go? Um, no, it was just me and Chris. So oh, cool. We did some Fuck yeah. sightseeing and whatnot. But... I want to go back so badly. How much is it like? Two grand for five nights return? Yeah, two grand for flights and five nights. Five nights isn't enough, though. <laughs> two grand? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You need at least yeah, a month. Yeah, five nights isn't enough. Yeah. I think we stayed in a really dodgy part because we had gun gunshots. And... <laughs> <laughs> but that was because it was New Year. I think everyone's like, yeah. But... Shoot their guns for New Year. Yeah. <laughs> so and then the next morning we woke up, they're like, gunshots? When am I in downtown LA last night? And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, we're in the shit area. Oh, no. I was staying behind the In-N-Out burger. Oh, I did, I did not sleep. Oh, God. <laughs> All you could hear was people queuing up for cheeseburgers. People queuing up, car horns, Man, people I yell. I, I went in there and I saw this thing, uh, this beautiful thing, and I looked down and I was like, Chris, we've got to get that. And I couldn't see it on the menu anywhere. It was like chips in a like a little basket thing covered in cheese with what looked like a Big Mac sauce on top, like a... <sighs> And then, like, more cheese. And it was just so awesome. I was, like, um, talking to the cashier. And, 
and we're like, yeah, we're from Australia. She's like, oh my God, I love Australia. I want to be a tattoo artist. Like, just tells me her ambition straight away, like <laughs> yeah. her goals in life and stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she hooked us up with one of those. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, that's what I noticed in LA. Like, people are really interested in where you're from. Yeah. Like, they actually, they actually ask you. Like, and they're quite friendly as well. So Kinda. friendly. Yeah. Friendly. And, and you meet the right people. Yeah. I, like, when I got back, I had never seen people so happy in my life. I thought when I came back to Perth, I thought, wow, like there was like a homeless dude on the street and he was just this happy guy. He's like, happy holidays. He's so happy. Yeah. And everyone has goals and aspirations. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I know. I think drug, like, drugs are more random <laughs> over there, so maybe that's why. <laughs> oh, come Methamphetamines. On, All right, let, let's stop um, <laughs> unincluding, unincluding. Yeah, include me. Include Matt. Matt wants See, to if talk. I went, if I went there, I would just go to the OC and be looking for. I Sandy went Cole there. I went <laughs> there. I went there, and then I went to Laguna Beach and had. Did you go to Chino? Chino, no. I don't even know where that is. I just know it's the OC. <laughs> You've been watching a lot of OC lately, yeah. Huh? I have. Oh, I, I used to love the OC. It was so. When you grew up. <laughs> it was so. It was one of those shows that. It's, it draws you in because it's so bad. Yeah. And then you just oh. end up getting sucked in. Careful. We've got <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> fan over here. No. I, mean, I mean, it's really good. Really good. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I gave up because I'm, I had this false expectation. Like when I was 12 and I saw Rachel Bilson, I was just like going off chops. I was like, man, this is fucking amazing. You thought you were. Um, but it was season set. two that she got hell hot. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It yeah. just it was no Dawson's Creek. Let me put it oh, that way. Man. I'm still I'm still going through Dawson's Creek at the moment. How many seasons of Dawson's Creek? Um, there's made? five. Five. Yeah, that seems to be the number. So I'm up to season four. But number one, I just is stopped. Like the best. It's just a like yeah. Number one, yeah. Number one, man. You and you know what? The theme music for that series in season one, the I don't want to wait. Yeah. That's the best and. Still, I've been wait. I've been going through season after season. Still, got this stupid song that they're using, and it's not that. Mm-hmm. I think it's the last season they might bring that song back in, but I'm waiting. Yeah, I think uh, Pretty Little Lies is another one that's bad but good. Yeah. Oh, I haven't really gotten into that. I watched that, the hey. first two seasons of that. It is pretty bad, right? <laughs> yeah, I just like Lucy Hale and Ashley Benson. They're, they're both pretty rocking. I'm just waiting for the new season of California. I don't even know what this show is. Uh, <laughs> See, I feel like we're, we're just like... It, it's on par with the OC, pretty much. Oh, really oh. tacky. It starts off like they accidentally murder someone. And then <laughs> yeah, just someone gets killed and then you're not sure who's telling the truth and hence called Pretty Little Liars because oh. someone's lying. And, and yeah. they're pretty and, <laughs> and, they're pretty and they're little. It's all college, like... Gucci designer crap, like oh, Melrose and Hollywood stuff. Mind you, I'm still waiting for the new season of Californication. That's coming. Ooh, and that's I lost my spot in Californication. <laughs> and like, I, oh, I just can't Why, flick through. Why, because you're too busy fapping. <laughs> <laughs> Over David Duchovny. <laughs> he, is, he is quite attractive. But I was, I was actually watching Californication before going to Hollywood. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we said no secrets on air. <laughs> they will be revealed. And? No expectations lost. Yeah. <laughs> that, and what's the other one where they, they're all hustling and shit? The, the Hollywood Entourage. one. Entourage. Entourage. Oh, that's, that's a good show. That's, good show. that's pretty good. Yeah. Especially the season with Sasha Gray in it. Um, <laughs> hasn't yeah. that come to Man, she's actually talented. Like, yeah, she's not that. just a hardcore porn star. I know. Oh. She's not just a throat gagger. She actually has... She can <laughs> sing, she can act, and she can take cock. Sasha Which Gray. Is she in as it? many good things Blunt? come out of her throat as go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's, oh, she's a brunette. She's a brunette chick. But she has... Yeah, she's... 
really cool. She like has a band and her band is actually fucking sick. What I, know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know the name, but yeah, that's sick. It's super doomy drone noise. Oh, nice. But um, yeah, she's like quite intelligent. I don't know. Is that sexist to say? No, that she, because she what, is. I mean, everyone assumes hot. that because she's a porn star that she's just yeah. She know, probably just, just did it for a bit of money, and now she's been tarnished. But she, yeah, she, But you know, surprisingly, she hasn't been in that many movies. Mm. There, there was. You're like, look, I've got the collection. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, like she wasn't in the business for that long. She didn't do that many, but she did. Mm. You know, somehow, so she probably just had yeah. to do it for a bit of cash, and then kind of was cock like, for oh, cash. Fuck. Yeah. cock for cash." <laughs> but yeah, I mean, her style is awesome in porns. Like she dominates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do it, just fucking do it. I think that was her motto. Like she didn't just stop. Like she just yeah. went for it. If you got it, flaunt it. She's okay, retired now. I'm, now. Getting, <laughs> now I'm getting really <laughs> curious. And, um, That's probably the worst word you could have said. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I've never thought of that that whole porn industry is actually, like, an art form in a it's way. It's the second biggest industry in America. It is. Yeah. And, like, half, like more than half of the websites on the internet are pornography-related. So Probably most of them, I'd say. Most of them, yeah. And then there's Facebook, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> which, which encroaches Facebook, onto pornography eBay, territory. Facebook, porn, that's about it. Mm, pretty much. <laughs> and then Triple J on Earth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, well, that took a big left turn, that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about porn with Tyler. I love it. <laughs> Every, everyone gets kind of weird um, around porn, but it's just... Do we? It's an in- <laughs> Well, no, you, you guys don't. That's cool. I've never been able to talk about porn. But it is an industry like any other industry. I mean, we, we're pretty sure we stumbled a, upon a porn shoot <laughs> underneath really? the Hollywood sign. <laughs> There was just this oh, mansion, really? yeah. and these these girls like getting escorted out of the mansion by these big guys, and then the and cops came. And then you came. started filming. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of got in trouble for drinking in public, but they were cool because they they heard our, our um, Australian accents. accents and went, "All right, You're like we don't They're know, all we're bogans. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be bothered doing the paperwork." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, upcoming gigs. Are you guys playing any yeah. shit soon? Um. Cool. Well, yeah, this Saturday we're playing at The Bird. Um, cool. 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 It's super cool. You should be there. Super cool times, I love the fun, bird. happy times. Bird is awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. this will be our first show there for like, I think, oh, wow, yeah, yeah. a couple of years or something like that. Really? But, or maybe, yeah, yeah, I don't know. How a long while. have we been doing this? Yeah, five years. <laughs> like, you know, 40 Probably years. Probably a year, I'd say. But, yeah, um, it's looking to be a good night. We've got Puck and Catbrush. We're going to play some... Nice, trashy, garagey awesome. stuff. Yeah. I saw Puck at the railway On for that Frio pub crawl. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Um, and that, the drummer is from the Novocaines. Oh. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And I think the other dude is as well with um, the singer. No, yeah, the singer and the bass player plays in another band as well, but I don't know what band that is. Mm. But yeah, I think two of them are from Novocaines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're quite... Heavy, right? They're quite stonery, rocky. Yeah. Really yeah. like they remind me of Caius and like that old old school grungy. I think that's the sludgy the stuff they're into. Mm. I've been so keen to see them for ages, but like I just have never gotten around to it. Mm. But like, you know, just heard recordings and stuff and all people that like the same and music then you as single? me. It's called Tired, so it must be pretty cool. <laughs> and that is, that is a fucking mad song as well. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the uh the Love Junkies for the first time at the railway too. Oh. They tore it up, man. They're so tight. Yeah, they're really good. Mm. 
<laughs> Any other gigs after that? After the bird? We're going... We Oh, we got a Claremont show. We're playing that antics at Claremont. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically after that, we go on tour. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, national we, national yeah. tour? Yeah. So we're doing Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney. Um, so just a few few shows. Mm, cool. Over a few days. Should be fun. Awesome. Yeah. Um, breaky? We'll take a quick break. You guys feel like a break? You have to pee. You feel like a kid. No, I don't need to pee. But I thought you said brekkie. And I was like, a brekkie. Brekkie. we we can have like, bacon and eggs if you want. Are we going want. to brekkie? I'll cook bacon and eggs. Speaking of breakfast, I just want to bring this up. Does anyone remember corn pops? Mm. Corn pops? No. Was that the home brand version of cocoa? <laughs> no, 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 corn pops. I actually like. You know, they had the advert. Um, oh, was it? Um, can't not without my pops. <laughs> Not without no, these, the little, these little the yellow balls of corn, yellow balls of corn. Oh, oh yeah, I think I know yes. corn pops. They're like like an um, they're kind of like a Cheeto, but like in a corn pop yeah, version. Yeah, like yeah. with yeah. Okay. Actually, no one I think corn I do. Pops. Did they have different flavors like honey and no, stuff, or was it just no, flat corn? Oh, they were basically cardboard flavor. I was feeling that. I was <laughs> yeah. feeling the honey ones. Mm. No, I, rem- I, just miss, I remember I miss corn What about yeah. Crispix, man? <laughs> That's cool. Do they still exist? I think they do. Crispix. Aren't they, they Wheat Bix? No, they're like little the... squares oh, and they've they got were, like the... They were horrible. They've hash. got like they were... the hatches. Like, yeah, there was just hash, hash, like... Hash, hashes. Hashtags, <laughs> little hashtags. I just want to know what happened to Snap, Crackle and Pop. <laughs> Rice they, bubbles. Yeah, the... Mm. Um, remember before they looked not so... Ca- they looked more realistic, but now the new drawings make them look really cartoony. I really don't mm, remember they, how they looked before. <laughs> I think the original actors like passed away or got older, so they had to yeah just see you know, see. Well, I suppose it's just like all the um, children's um, shows they're putting out now. It's ridiculous. It's just all these animated characters, but they look so fucked up mm, compared mm. to what we grew up watching. Like you know, like when we had like. Time? The, like the clay characters and mm, shit. Like yeah. that's what we kind of like. I even to. you notice that with um, figurines and stuff now as yeah, well. Yeah. How before? Because I keep going about the Ninja Turtle figurines, like the old school ones that we used to have looked like you know almost realistic. Mm. Whereas now they're so much more sort of cartoony and yeah. childish. I'm like, that's not the shit. Yeah, it makes you feel <laughs> kind of lame for liking them, like in the first place. Mm. I remember my cousin gave me a Batman toy that was taken off the market because you know how he has those spikes on his arm? Yeah. yeah. They were too long and like kids were hurting themselves. <laughs> and I fucking, I still have that thing, I'm pretty sure. Oh, you could sell it, man. Remember, they wouldn't release that shit anymore. Mm. And that was realistic. That was the real shit. Yeah. I, I gave up when Lego started having facial expressions. <laughs> really? Like, killed it for you? Yeah. Remember when Lego was just two <laughs> dots in the mouth? And now they've got all Isn't these fancy... Isn't that Duplo? Like, the um, little baby kids version? There's Duplo. There's yeah, there's, there's Duplo. The difference between Duplo and Lego is Lego two legs can move independently. With oh. Duplo, the two legs move together. Wow. But no, like the, <laughs> Fun the, size, the size of the blocks... Yeah, the yeah. Size of the blocks are yeah. fucking huge mm. compared to Lego. Because like, you know to when you kid um, to eat like little bits. Yeah, I used to play with my little ponies. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, Man. I had I had a sister. I had two sisters growing up. I never got a My Little Pony. My yeah. dad was always like, "Nah, you're gonna ride Dude, motorbikes." Dude, they were they were gonna... awesomely psychedelic. They were like purple ponies with rainbow colored mm. hair and. I know even, what they are. Yeah. I was just never. But even now, the the way they've designed but, them just look different. 
Yeah, probably dumb. See, I probably went as far as trolleys, but not. Oh, trolleys! They're my favourite. But speaking of small Lego parts, I think I've swallowed about four or five parts in my life. Really? They're they're still in your digestive (laughs) system now. You were hungry? No, no, no. There was there was one moment I was I ripped off a Lego head off a figurine to spit at my brother, Mm. but I was spitting it up. And it went up and went straight back down my throat. Oh, no. Did you shit it out? Did you go to the doctor's? <laughs> That's or? pretty... No, I just remember my dad holding me upside down by my feet with his fingers up my mouth trying to get me to spew it out. <laughs> Did you get it out? No. It came out eventually. Oh, A couple okay. of days later. Oh, right. <laughs> that. That's oh, Lego. And that's why they save for ages, whatever or not. Oh, it's mm. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Do you watch um, Adventure Time? Not really. That's no. a pretty fucked up cartoon. It's really yeah, psychedelic. Yeah, really into it. Yeah. She's got like posters and stuff. Like mm. Well, then again, Ren and Stimpy was pretty fucked up as well. Oh, I just got all the um, seasons of Ren. Oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, so twisted. It. I found it disturbing. It's sometimes. very disturbing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's really like artistic. You know how they do those super close-ups of the faces, and it's really detailed with oh, all that. Yeah. yeah, it was all hand-drawn and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was like I hear some moaning going on. Yeah, that was pretty controversial. It was gonna be. I think they tried to restrict it to to a certain age because it was so disturbing. I wasn't allowed to watch it. Mm. I remember that. Like it was, my cousins used to watch it, and yeah, I was just man. I wasn't allowed to watch the, the Simpsons. Oh, <laughs> oh, South Park. Yeah, my parents yeah. came home, found us running around singing "Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo." <laughs> And we got in trouble because they went out or something. And yeah, it was. You have to do a cover of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably do a cover right now. Uh, awesome. We'll take a quick break. Yeah. Have a Kit Kat. And we'll have a Kit Kat. And we'll be back with Matt and Sophie from Tideline. Cunts. <laughs> You're listening to Mission Control. Hi. That was a good break. Did you enjoy that break? Enjoyed. Enjoyed. Very break like you had a story that you wanted to tell. Um start it is with. just like probably the dumbest dumbest story is just really okay. I found it really Brace funny. Yourself. So I was driving on the way here and not sure if you know that Wednesday is the cheapest day to buy fuel in Perth. Oh yeah. Oh I have a story <laughs> after you. Um, so I'm driving past all the Caltechs, it was like one forty nine. But I know that the goal service station on the corner of Vincent Street and Fitzgerald Street is Plug it? plug. Yeah, plug, plug. Shout out. And I'm actually surprised there's not more cars there because it's the cheapest fuel in Perth and it was $1.45. Mm-hmm. So I drove all that way, pulled in there, and I ended up buying the expensive fuel. I put the wrong fuel in my car. Uh, <laughs> what, like the premium? To put the premium unleaded yeah. in. Oh, no. Only because it was yellow. And all the Caltex unleaded is yellow. Yeah. So I just drove in and I saw the yellow one, picked up the yellow one, started putting it in the car, turned over and it's charging me $1.55. I'm like, wait, hang on. Oh, That's too late. <laughs> Man, I I had an attendant with so much sass that just he just fucking came up to me and he's like, so why are you only putting 10 bucks in? What? And I'm just like, fuck, no, he man. Said, he said, fill your car up, mate, or something. Didn't he? No, yeah, he was like, why don't you fill up your car, like questioning my fucking decision. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's all I can afford. And he's like, you do realize it's a dollar forty-five today, and tomorrow, or a dollar forty-six, and tomorrow it's a dollar sixty-six. It's going up twenty cents. Crazy. You do realize that's none of your fucking business. How <laughs> much fucking like, fuel I put in? I make my own decisions. <laughs> I'm the type of person that rocks up, never checks the price, always puts in the same amount, twenty dollars to the T, or twenty-two, um, twenty, twenty. 
point zero two. So exact. So clearly. you get the extra cent. You, want that, you know, you, you want, want that point zero two. Yeah, I always do that. <laughs> But I never check the pricing. I'm really bad, and I never use those docket things. No, I don't like, use that I stuff. Hate yeah. That thing yeah. is a scam. <laughs> but I, I remember scam. when you could, you could put in twenty bucks and get twenty liters. And I think mm. it was the other day I put in thirty bucks and I got nineteen liters exactly. Yeah. So you got exactly one liter less for ten dollars more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hate petrol. <laughs> I, actually, my granddad was so into petrol. Well, he wasn't really into petrol. <laughs> you know, he grew up during the he collected depre- all the yeah. types of petrol and <laughs> like the depression. So he's like, he saved everything. Like he fucking <laughs> saved his bottle caps so he could, you know, make circuits out of the metal if he smelted them or something like that. I don't know. He was a weird guy. Mm. But um, one day, like the petrol prices increased from like thirty cents maybe to thirty five cents. So he freaked out. And just grabbed all these jerry cans and took my dad as a kid down to the it's petrol the station. <laughs> filled up all these jerry cans and just hit him in the garage to like have this surplus. So, you know, maybe he, you know, we would survive out of everyone else. Uh-huh. You know, but at the same time, putting his like kids in jeopardy because, you know, there's all these, you know, exposed petrol tins <laughs> next to the angle grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That, that is pretty handy, though, to have petrol. Mm. I've I've broken down before and, and needed the jerry can. Mm. Or oh, just playing too much video game. I just called dad <laughs> up. <and my> dad <laughs> broke down again. <laughs> yeah, I remember the days when it was yeah a dollar for a liter. Mm. Yeah, it's like listen. But what I find it funny is that they do they jack it up on Thursdays. You know, like twenty thirty cents, mm-hmm. and Thursdays the days when most people get paid. Yeah, that's and it. Just like <laughs> Conspiracy. Or, yeah. or Wednesdays, they That's sneakily they put on the um, the tickets that say out of petrol. They're not fucking out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good call, dude. <laughs> That's a really good call. Fuel should just be the same price across the board. I don't know why. It's, uh, it's, all, it's all based on area as well. Yeah. Man, fuel should just fluctuate up and down. I love it. It's my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently in Qatar, it's free. Which is like the United Arab Emirates. I'm mm. pretty sure. Really? That's where it is. Yeah. Mm. What? And yeah, and they just like, fill it up and grab, bring it down the street and fill <laughs> tanks up. Yeah. <laughs> bring a barrel. I, I think a, fr- on fire. a friend of mine was passing through there on like you know a trip or something like that. And do you reckon it's just Ferraris everywhere and you know people can afford to drive V12s? Careful like, what you say, mm. dude. Like you're gonna get. Fucked up now. <laughs> they're gonna find you, and they're like, "You're exposing our." Nah, everyone knows this. How dare you speak well of our country? <laughs> uh, well, back where I'm from, um, in Borneo, the Sultan of Brunei, the the whole place is based off, or the whole economy is run off oil. So it's like forty cents a liter there, and there's no tax at all. So like, phone bills are free. What doesn't the Everything. Sultan like give out free money? Kind or well. Like- he, Actually, when he came here... Is he called the Sultan? The Sultan, yeah, because it's like a, like a, a Muslim, Muslim country. Yeah. Whoa. But he's an Asian Sultan, so it's weird. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I mean, that's awesome. He has a... Like, he carries a sword and wears like a... With the feather? Yeah, like a feather hat type oh thing. Like old I have school. to see this. And he has like a whole pile of... Um, I don't know. Like the metal awards, type things. Yeah, yeah, that he basically bought for himself. <laughs> like, he didn't earn any of that shit. He's got stuff that, like, army admirals have, but he's never served a day in an actual war. He just fucking... He, he literally bought all of his medals. You realise you're not going back to Brunei now? Fuck that. <laughs> oh, no. Everything we say. Oh when, the, when the Sultan listens to this podcast, you're gone. 
he if did, the he, Sultan is listening, I'm pretty keen to check out he's the um, only Palace listener. of God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you may feel insulted. Oh, my <laughs> God. Hi, <laughs> That's a good one. Um, he did. He, when he came to the Duxon, he gave $1,000 to anyone that was a Brunei citizen. Just, he just gave it out. You just what? approached him and you just give him money. Insane. What a baller. Did you get on that? <laughs> did you get on that? No, I only heard it after the fact. Oh. So I missed out. It was, <laughs> oh, God damn it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Anything else to touch on? Um, we've, we've this is the awkward it. silence bit. <laughs> we've covered We've covered, uh, we've covered porn. Massive broad uh. spectrum of topics <laughs> from sharks to porn. To fuel. To, to I think we started off really good. Like there was a lot of good points being put in there about the Australian music industry and you know the WA local, you know, government, mm. and then it got onto porn, and you know now we're onto bagging out Sultan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Uh, he can he can jail people. You know what? Weird. You know, have you noticed that the new taxis they're bringing to Perth? The, no. the, the London taxis, London cabs. Apparently, WA's bought like thousands of these small. Are they London environmentally cats. friendly? I don't know. Because if not, not <laughs> then fuck that. Yeah. But it's almost like they're trying to make Perth more London. They're trying to bring the crown. Well, they're trying to London. do something. Yeah. So, is that going to triple our taxi fleet? <laughs> <laughs> Fee Actually. or do you say fleet? Yeah, uh, okay. I think a group of cars is called a fleet generally. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a, a group gaggle. Of geese is a gaggle. Yeah. I don't even want to say that. Yes, it. Crow, it's a murder of crows. Yeah, and a conspiracy of lambs. Magpies <laughs> or something. Yeah, conspiracy of magpies. I think it is. Really? It's a conspiracy of something. Of lambs. Conspiracy of one. There are <laughs> yeah, those magpies are up to something. <laughs> They're not dumb. Um, but yeah, no, that's true. Apparently, they bought thousands of London-style cabs to spread out throughout Perth. Because they want to make us more like London. I don't know. They're trying to inject some form of culture in the <laughs> I guess. We'll stop taking away our music shit and then we'll be happy. Yeah. I think that's a good idea that we're getting more and cabs. Sharks. And sharks. Keep our sharks. more options for cabs. Because, True. I yeah. mean, I don't know what night it was. It might have been like, you know, Taylor Swift was playing or, or stereos. Yeah, you God were. forbid. No. Um, are you talking about the night we played at Fly, right? When you, that was the night Taylor Swift. No, no, no. This was another night. I had to get the train from Claremont because it was on the night day of Stereo Sonic. I called for a taxi and they said, yeah, it'll be like half an hour. Did you go to Stereo's? It was an hour and a half. I didn't go to Stereo's, no. I was <laughs> in Claremont. Like, I was at the Stereos. Claremont You can't. But yeah, basically, like, <laughs> I had to catch the train all the way into the city and try and remove myself as far away from Claremont showgrounds as I could. I ordered a taxi and I kept getting told half an hour, 20 minutes. Yeah, he's just around the corner. And then finally I got one decent dude that just goes, look, mate, fuck, you're in Perth. You're probably not going to get a taxi tonight. <laughs> so, like, I was really pissed off with the WA taxi. And then he gives you his secret number and he's like, but I'll pick you up for double the price and wait on this corner. Mm. That's weird. Well, I'd, I'd like to hope with the new taxis I get some new taxi drivers as well. <laughs> oh, god, Ones that don't try and talk to you. <laughs> Fuck, and there's only so much Angry Birds I can pretend to play. Like, <laughs> at least one, ones that can stay in one lane and yeah, use an man. indicator would there's be nice. some really terrible taxi drivers. I think shocking. Aren't way, they all immigrants? I no, think I'm joking. Goddamn immigrants. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I think WA is the only state where when you call for a taxi, they remind you at the end that 
they can't guarantee that it'll show up. Yeah. Like every other state, like in Melbourne, they, they go, when do you want it? Where are you going and what time? And yeah. they're like, cool. But here they're like, just, just to let you know, yeah, there is a chance that you might not get the taxi. Like they don't guarantee yeah, that they'll show crazy. up. Like what? That's insane. That's why I don't take what taxis. What type of fucking service <laughs> is that? And you're paying like $7 flag fall just to hop in the Oh, taxi. that's the thing. I feel like they make it up at the end. So you've got the pricing and then they click another button and it comes back on. But then they always add like a couple extra bucks on yeah. there. They're like, it says fifty three ninety, and yeah. they're like, oh, okay, that will be fifty six. Oh, just $56. And you're just like, yeah. but it says. Mm. And mm. if you I'm going to give some... Some advice in this podcast. <laughs> it's the first thing Shut you do is up. look at the driver's ID and make sure his photo matches him. Uh, because you, are you always are you, are hear you this. Parents? No, no. This is just like what you hear on the grapevine, but it's pretty scary that like people have actually experienced this. That like cab drivers swap taxis with each other and get their mates to jump in. And it's like you know they'll do their you know shift, give it to their mate who's not a registered taxi driver. This guy's not insured if he crashes and, like, you know, he's not, probably doesn't even have a driver's license mm. and, you know, he's not accountable for you and, you know, mm. he's going to ask for cash, pretend his FPOS doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so, check that idea. True. I, I hate when they, on the phones, um, sometimes they're holding their phone, mm. but most of the time, like, on speaker or whatever and it's in a different language, mm. the whole way, mm. it just feels a bit wrong, I mm. think. You know, taxi drivers are also exempt from wearing their seatbelts. They legally, don't, they legally don't have to wear their seatbelts. It's like they're Superman. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Why not? Um, I don't know if it's a safety thing in case I need to get out of the taxi quicker. True. But when you do that, when you call up and you sit, when you wait long enough to hear the whole spiel, mm. they go on saying, if you, if you see a taxi driver not wearing your seatbelt, don't be alarmed. They're, they don't have to wear them by law and all this shit. Like, what? what? <laughs> I want to be a taxi driver. They're probably more likely to die from a bogan than they are from a car crash. <laughs> like, <That's crazy. laughs> yeah. Well, the cool thing about like London is they have private drivers. Like they just get a driving license, and they're not even registered with a taxi company, but they'll just drive you out wherever you mm. want. There's all these little private companies, but there's a lot of stories of. Guys without licenses just like driving you out to the woods and raping you. <laughs> yeah, like act, that actually happens. Done that yeah. malpractice. <laughs> oh my god, that's kind of weird. But what is it? One hour. Thanks for coming. <laughs> One hour. Woo! Yeah. Oh, good a, man. Thanks cool. for having us. Yeah. Um. So when when see you at the bird, right? Yeah. Bird, yes. This the Saturday. Sunday. We're on pretty late, I think. Mm. This Saturday? Yeah, this Saturday. Hell so, yeah. yeah, this Saturday, doors open at 8. We've got Cat Brush Puck, then us, probably around 10 or something like that. Cool. We're playing heaps of new tunes, cool. which is my favourite mm. because I just want to ditch the old ones and play all the news, but mm. I'm never allowed to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know like, when I hear your songs, I know I know the whole set, like, just... Just from hearing it, but I have no idea what it's what the songs are called. Oh, <laughs> do you have an EP yet? Um, we've recorded it and it's ready to go. It's a whole album. Oh, I mean, do you have our EP? Oh, <laughs> right. Because um, we'll give you one. I funny, think I should turn that on myself. <laughs> <laughs> the ego on this guy. Um, no, I don't have an EP. Oh, okay. You should trade Sweet. EPs. Yeah, we'll trade. We'll trade. Yeah. Did you did you bring any? Um, Matt, you've got some in the car. I have I two in my car. Yeah. I'll have I'll have one. Check it out. Get the <laughs> lyrics happening one. for Saturday and always always along. room for more more coasters. 
Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> my dog actually chews my CDs. Really? Yeah. Harry pees. Uh, she got into the box. No, she, she didn't. She didn't get into the box. <laughs> I just left one on the lounge, and then she was just chewing it, and I was like, "Thanks." Which um track? Like the are they the tracks that are on Unearthed as well? Um, only two of them are up on Unearthed. Mm-hmm. So but, basi- yeah, basically, we've released two off there. One we released properly, and it got a bit of radio play, and you know we plugged it quite a bit. And the other one. We just, you know, released on Unearthed and just showed around a little really, bit. We didn't really, like, release it as a single. We just put it up there. And then the cool. third release is coming out probably in March, and we'll, that's what the tour is going to be based around. So the third the release will have the video clip with it cool. as well. Yeah. So you're headlining that tour? Like, that's your tour? Yeah, or that's you're our, supporting? our tour, yeah. Oh, cool. And that will be, like, the single tour? Um, it'll be... Or EP tour? EP, because we haven't done that over in the... East Coast, yeah. So. Oh, cool. How many dates are on your tour? Um, Not many. I think we've got five one, or six. Two, three, so we're just yeah. going to cram it into a week because we're looking at getting over a few times this year. So. Okay. Ooh, nice. Do you need yeah. a support band? <laughs> uh, Daryl Solo. If you want to come for free. Yeah. Pay, for, pay for own flights. <laughs> pay for your own flights. and. Um, oh, we're used to doing that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and play for free. Then you guys can come. Have you booked the um, the dates yet? or? yeah. Basically. Oh wow! Cool. So we got um twenty twentieth is it twenty? It's around the twentieth. Twentieth to like the twenty sixth, I think. Oh, is that of this month or nah March March? March? Okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm horrible with dates. A booking agent will give us the proper dates <laughs> and then we can give them. <laughs> to I'll call you, you, call you up the night before I and say have you packed? We don't have guys like four or five times. Literally, I'm like, when are we going on tour again? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> when are we going on tour again? Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it should be good. That's awesome. Um, and what track would you like to... We'll, we'll play it out with a track. Whoa. Yeah, pick one. Um, What's your favourite? Favourite? Is this one of our tracks? One of your tracks. No, no, no. Oh, one, one I of our tracks. I was like, why, why, why would I play one of your tracks? <laughs> Here's our EP. <laughs> pick a, pick one of our songs to play. Let's do... Should we do Little Girl? Because that, that's the last one and then it gets played. Oh, I was going to... I was just going to say the one that we're releasing in March. Cool. Let's do it. Track two. I was going to say fucking play number one. I don't know. I can't choose. Maybe you can have a listen and you can choose. Cool. You want? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll choose one. That means you have to listen to the EP. Now I'm see what I'm doing? To listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> now I'll flip a coin and, and choose a number. All right. Nah. <laughs> but if not, maybe track two. Cool. Track two. Or That's five, your preference. Or five or one. Oh. Cool, cool, cool. Play, the, play the whole EP. I'll play the whole EP. Or three. <laughs> play the whole EP. <laughs> yeah, whole EP is good. Awesome. Thanks for coming, Matt and Sophie. All Yay. the best. with, And we'll see you uh, at your gig this weekend at yes. the Bird. Mm. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and we'll Hell be back yeah. soon with another episode. Take care. Bye. Bye.
You're listening to Mission Control.